on about stuff we don't know okay recording <laughs> hello everyone welcome this is tess potter and erica leon and we are excited to have a guest speaker with us tonight we have our producer who's going to um be joining us in the podcast tonight ashley hines hello um uh, so we wanted to start out with a shout out to Oak Flat, Save Oak Flat, um, hashtag Protect Oak Flat, hashtag um, uh, Save Oak Flat, I forgot to say hashtag. But anyways, one of the things we want to talk about with Oak Flat tonight um, is how I have a lot of questions and a lot of ignorance in regards to what's really happening. And I don't know how many people are listening or care but um, it does matter and because my daughter's had her Naya ceremony and as an Apache, a member of the Yavapai Apache Nation, I understand how important it is for these families that are having these traditional ceremonies and what it means, the, lo the location and when you're choosing the ceremony is just as important as when you're choosing a medicine man. And a lot of times it's because you're either being requested by an elder or it means something to your family. So when I heard that Oak Flat was in um, jeopardy of being taken over by a mining company all, about four, four or five years ago, I thought this is something to fight for because I know as an Apache woman and mother how important these lands are. I was ignorant and uh, I guess in understanding that, and now that I think about it, even when camping, there's the National Forest Service sign as you enter Oak Flat that Oak Flat is actually non-tribal lands. It belongs to the National Forest Service. National Forest Service, yeah. And um, if you go to the Facebook page, Apache Stronghold, you will see underneath that it says uh, religious institution. And um, it is because of a religious, it's a religious institution that um, the recent filing injunction uh, against the National Forest Service was not um, held up because they're saying that you're not a you're not a tribe you're not a sovereign nation, and I was like, oh wow, that makes a lot of sense. Like if you were a church, and you were sitting on land, you you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't you you couldn't fight it. If somebody the person who owned the land wanted to sell it, they could sell it. So. It just kind of like little question marks started going up over my head and I was just curious. This would be one of those situations where we had originally talked about there's going to be times where we need guidance and we don't know. So these are just like open-ended questions, rhetorical questions sometimes that I'm asking Erica and Ashley. Whenever you guys want to chime in, uh, go ahead. But I've been thinking about this for a minute, so i got got a minute to say. <laughs> Um, and that was, you know, why didn't the uh, San Carlos Apache tribe fight for it? In filed the injunction, you know, mm -hmm. and, and even when I was, I said it in one of my live feeds when I was there, because, you know, now that I was here in Phoenix and they were doing something and I felt that, you know, the social distancing and with the masks, we could participate in something like this again. And I was really surprised at how little Native Americans or indigenous were out there. And again, it was a lot of non-Native um, support, which we're very, very grateful for. And sometimes that's actually better. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it's butter. It's butter <laughs> on the bread. So um, 
So yeah, so you know, um, being uh, quite active in LA when I was out there, and being a part of AIM and and doing <clears throat> the the good fight, there was always drum drumming happening or gourd singing or something that you know just out of respect to our ancestors and our culture was always there. And there was no drumming. There was gourd singing. That man sang really well. I wish I could remember his name. Oh. Being, he remember you sat next to him and they did the gourd and the guy uh, he did do that drum. Is, it's Yaki. They were from the Yaki Nation. No, shout out. Erica's yes. got some ties. Uh, his name. Her children are Yaki. Is part of the Wensler Yaki Nation. Noisy. Wensler Noisy. He, him and his somebody else were doing the. I'm pretty positive. Ah. Uh. He was running. Oh, that's right. He was. Sorry, we were going. You got the, You're right. you got the was, wrong elder. He was running with the corn. <laughs> there right. you go. My bad. My bad. He, was, he was running with the feathers that they were actually putting on the... That's what they call Patty Stronghold. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> so these are just like little like questions that were going up, but... Um, I think Ashley would like to share a little bit of... Well, I know that I wanted to share a little bit of... It's just messed up what's happening over there with resolution copper mining in the National Forest Service. Yeah, I mean, so basically what they want to do is um, harm the local ground, you know, dig for water, and that would negatively impact the species that live there, the animals that live there. And in in a sense, like, they never even, like, thought or considered, like, how the water would be distributed after they would mine, like, a thousand feet deep into, like, the ground. They were just like, oh, oops, didn't think about that one. I don't know, I just thought that, like, how could that, like, something that big go over their heads in a sense? Where, how would, how would the, uh... Right, and then if you read, what's, what's the document called on the Facebook page? It's from... U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Natural Resources. Um, it's from Kevin Shea, Acting Secretary of Agriculture from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Or it's directed to Kevin Shea, my bad, to the Acting Secretary. Right, I think these are from, uh, the lawyers and Arizona Chairman. Raw M... Put on my glasses... Well, looks like it's from the Arizona David Watching Staff Director. I can't want to do this with my hands <laughs> on my computer. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't open Touch up. Yeah. But what I find basically really interesting, and this is like, I believe their stance back against uh, the latest. Well, outcome. I can read this. Is is the uh, like what exactly did they find? One will be inappropriate regulation and review of the project and infrastructure under uh, erroneous interpretations of federal law. Um, starting with that. <clears throat> and then number two. Just number two is failure under NEPA to take a hard look, and that's in quotes, and adequately, ad adequately analyze connected actions and the direct, indirect, cumulative impacts from the exchange and project. Is there a third? Mm -hmm. The FEIS and DROD failed to properly analyze water resources and water use, which is what I was talking about. And then failure to adequately analyze impacts to Arizona State Trust lands and National Forest lands. So that's all said real lovely, but Erica, if you if you read the what's the paragraphs underneath all those, basically this is a oops, a Netflix original. <laughs> 
Um, there's a lot of shady stuff that you have to go, oh, oh, you know, as, as Scooby-Doo would say, because there's just a lot of, it seems like under the table dealing or looking to the side and not following laws or regulations or rules on why they decide or how they decide that they can go ahead and give resolution mining, uh, copper mining their, the rights to that land. So you're like, okay, well, who's getting the death threats and... Mm -hmm. You know, it's got to be a lot more deeper than anyone can imagine because, like I said, if you start to read the details in these paragraphs, you, you have to start to go. I would like to kind of on. like read yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you're like, oh. Yeah, but that's how our government is. It's been for that for many, many years. I mean, because they do whatever we want. And if there's not enough people to stand their ground and hold up to what they believe or what they think, they're just going to run over them. We're just... I, I truly agree with you. I feel like we're just an anthill mm -hmm. that they just need to roll push over, over, push and over, and yep. get, out, get out of the way that we don't mean anything to anybody. And um, I, I, I never say her name right, and I, I feel that, uh, so disrespectful. I apologize. But um, Mr. Noisy's granddaughter, she I uh, shared her Facebook page um, live post, and it's about only seven minutes long. I ask that you watch it. She, you can go to Apache Stronghold. Her, her mother is Vanessa Noisy. Um, and she speaks about how we don't matter. And that's basically what this comes down to, is that Native Americans don't matter. What we believe in doesn't matter. And that she is thankful for all the non-Natives stepping in and helping because that's a, Apache Stronghold is not all Apache. You know, it's non-natives, uh, but... Yeah, it says a religious organization. Okay. So, so I think... They have some ties to, like, an ancestry to Native Americans, and that's why they probably uphold the Apache stronghold. That's what <coughs> I'm assuming. Hey, stop. That would be Angela, our fourth <laughs> co-host co tonight. <laughs> Angie, what else would you like to say this evening on the topic? Can I get an awa, awa? Hey, that's hilarious. <laughs> Did I just say a <laughs> on live <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I'm not gonna let anyone know I'm native. A. A. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, so there's some shysty shankster stuff going well, hold on. on. I kind of wanted to read a little bit um, of here, right here. It says the distinction between the Forest Service review of a mining GPO and a special use permit is significant. For example, the first, the Forest Service does not have to consider whether a GPO's approval is in the public's interest. Still, it is required to do so such analysis and issue, issue a finding regarding whether a permit is in the public interest under the Part 251 regulations. In this case, the special uh, use permits are not in the public interest because, among other impacts, they would destroy cultural and religious artifacts and undertake massive water consumption with generational effects on local and tribal communities. The Forest Service acknowledged that they have complete authority to approve or deny special use permit applications and that are not in the public interest as compared to a GPO under the agency's mining laws, where their discretion is more limited. Yet, the Forest Service failed to apply those requirements to the review of these special use permits. As such, the Forest Service should have denied these applications. So, it sounds to me like going to a tribal council meeting. And, you know, the community can be complaining and the council can say they want it this way. But if the chairman 
says, nope. says, nope, it's a no. And something shady, shady's going on at that National Forest Service for them to be overlooking. You know, it's not just one red flag. It's like four or five. Yeah. And then several more red flags under those four or yeah, five. Yeah, and if you think about it, it all comes down to a dollar bill to somebody. That's it. So that's what it is. Because if you think about it, if, if me being an entity of some company, and I know I have my business, and I can go on this land... And I know there's stuff there. And I'm paying you that money to give me that piece of land so I can mine on it. And you could just say, yeah. But then all of a sudden, all your sisters and aunts come out of the woodwork and say, hey, what are you doing? You can't do that. So There's this movie. You guys. You guys. We'll attack at dawn. She's You come in copper resolution mining. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I find it um very interesting. There's a movie that's uh, being direct being made right now by Martin Scorsese. Oh, it's oh, yes. a uh, story of uh, the so Google it. Okay. I can tongue tied tongue tied right now. It's all the me- Mark, all the medicine. Mark it's Gwen. about the murders from like way back then for so oil. So it's it's yeah it's an it's a story that's Mark Kelly been no, <laughs> Martin Scorsese. It's a story that's uh, needed to be told. I know that it was brought up several times in my classes in Los Angeles at the film school, and because this is movie has been talked about. Flower Moon. Flower Moon. So there's a book oh, called Stage Fla- Nation. Yeah. So there's a book called Flower Moon. I recommend everybody reads it, native or non-native. And right now, Martin, Martin Scorsese is making the movie, and it tells how these corrupt small town starts killing and murdering the Native American because their lineage gives them the right to the oil that's found on their land. And they literally try to take out a tribe. A whole tribe, yeah. And inherit it by marriage. So, uh, you know, I don't, it's the sheriff or it's some, some, you know, good old boy gets his daughter... Or his son to marry uh, an Ogla woman and then murders her, her sister, her mom, so that he's the only living heir. And this continues to happen in other families. And so it gets so bad that the FBI has to finally intervene and they have to make it a law that nobody can inherit the blood right of that oil from that land from these Native Americans. So just real quick to generalize it. Um, so the Osage Indian murders were a series of murders of Osage people in Osage County, Oklahoma, during 1910s to the 1930s. Newspapers described the increasing number of unsolved murders as the reign of terror, lasting from 1921 to 1926. The estimated Osage death toll is in the hundreds, though reported numbers are much less and investigated deaths far fewer. Some sources reported that 60 or more more wealthy, blood, full-blooded Osage Native Americans were killed from 1918 to 1931. However, newer investigations indicate that many more suspicious deaths during this time could have potentially been misreported or covered up or covered up murders, including the deaths of heirs to future fortune. So, yeah, so back to what Erica was saying and, you know, on this topic is that it is, it is scary. You think about even, uh, you know, Dakota Pipeline, you know, and okay. there was, you know, talks of threats and they had to have 70,000 people come up so they all stayed alive. 
Yeah, you know that. what I'm saying? Or else yeah. if you don't think those that they would have started disappearing just like the Ogla and I worry, you know, and I'm grateful and we just ask for, you know, protection from all of these these indigenous nations that are going through trying to save their land or, you know, their what little bit of treaty land we have left. Um in fear, it's it's mind blowing how real it is and how out of touch the world is on the plight of the Native American and trying to save our culture, our land, and and still be modern. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. I know some wild Indians that live in teepees. <laughs> Can I be one? I, I don't want to be one. I'm, I want my TP to have, you know, a door and a, not, a key, oh <laughs> some windows, <laughs> some curtains, oh, a running toilet. <laughs> you know, I need my modern. I need my modern world, but I still, can, you know, want to feel the drum and the earth and sing and and be me on tribal land, which brings us back to Oak Flat. So, you know. To save the land is, uh, I'm sure, a, a bit of a, a, a long-held fight when you think about copper, resolution copper mine that tells you what. I don't know. There's something you said the name of it, what they wanted out of there, but is it copper? I mean, that's how ignorant I still am. I still don't even know what it is the mining company wants. Oh, um, I just know that they want uh, so the land. From what I... It says, uh... So, you know, here I am, say, hashtag says, save Oak Flat. destroy Oak Flat, use uh, massive amounts of water, harm local ground and surface waters, negatively impacted air imperiled species, and create a crater up to 1,000 feet deep and roughly 1.8 miles across. Any development of the scale requires a serious and comprehensive re- comprehension review. Yeah, that's what will happen to the land. But I'm saying, what do they want from the land? And I would assume, since they're... Copper, I would assume. Copper, yeah. themselves, resolution, copper mining. I don't know what they're resolving with yeah. the resolution. Develop mine. the resolution copper mine in yeah. the Tonto National Forest. Tonto. Another thing makes me mad. The culture important. You know, that's Spanish for stupid, but... Well, we could get that changed as well. Running around calling mountain squaws and forest tontos. And it just says um, the project will destroy Oak Flat, use massive amount of water, harm local ground and surface yep. waters, negatively affected. Yeah. So basically, that's like that's like same thing with the um, the Hilo River and the Salt River. You know what I mean? That's what. And going back to the TOs, how they, the government came and wiped out the district of San Lucie. And that's why we saw, we lost that land due to flooding. Mm. And then that's how we purchased the land over here in Glendale. And then that's the same thing with the Salt River that the government came and didn't think about who's drinking off these lines and how they are, you know, surviving using that water. So it all, I don't know. Makes Maybe it's mad. all about government and how they want to just do whatever they want and not even think that, you know, us being Native American, we live off the land and that's how we survive. Where their white man comes in and says, well, let's put on a building and let's do the water this way and not care about who it's affecting. You know, I feel like that comes down to like how I believe. Because when you know when I pray i don't I don't pray to 
I pray to a lot, like, you know, the elements, the water, you know, the land, the plants, the the vibrations, the rocks, the earth, the air. Like, it all has power. It's all so equal if we don't have it. And I think that's what these corporations forget when they just start tearing the land apart. You know, they we all you guys both said it, you know, elegantly in a white man's world. You know, it'll harm the water. It'll make, uh, but really, they're upsetting a whole vibrational frequency of ceremonial ancestral land where we have sung and danced and ate and laughed and probably made it. You know, some you know <laughs> created life, and and they want to come and rape the land, and that to us is like, it hurts, and there's really no other way to say it. it's just like digging into our souls and our spirit. It's like when they start to tear the land apart, you'll be able to hear the ancestors cry. I mean, that's through each one of us. So I applaud Apache Stronghold. I don't know if being a religious organization is going to get the deed done. I really wish the San Carlos Apache tribe uh, had more of a voice. Mm -hmm. and maybe they do. I just need to do the research on why they are not uh, as active as the individual noisy family in their Apache stronghold drive. But uh, I, I'm going to assume, you know, when you're at that level and you got copper mining companies, you know, whether it's payoffs, I'm not saying nothing because, you know, <laughs> I love and respect all of, you know, my tribal leaders, but I'm also not ignorant. Like you said, you know, there's a, in every political arena, um, there's a lot of favors yep. and a lot of uh, threats. So yep. sending my love out. I do want to uh, send out our love and respect to the Apache Stronghold who did a walk today um, in honor of us. Uh, hashtag save oak flat hashtag uh, protect oak flat they will also be doing a virtual walk on february 27th you can go to their page do they have a website yeah um apache stronghold if you have a go uh apache and there you could donate um to save oak flat and then it gives you uh a brief history of you know Oak Flat and a video of no um, Mr. Noisy Senior. And and um, they also have a Facebook page called a uh, Apache Stronghold slash Save Oak Flat. And I believe that information will be posted on their Facebook page. Uh, but again, they are doing a virtual walk um, to help support uh oak flat they ask that you just load your photos onto your social media sites whether it's instagram facebook twitter tiktok and use the hashtags uh, save oak flat protect oak flat and um as the young granddaughter said i think it's nylon i'm so sorry so i don't even want to try to pronounce it i apologize um uh the world will be watching and so as many hashtags as we can get that would be amazing awesome stuff so there you go. That's my take uh, this week on Apache Stronghold. Uh, and so the other thing we wanted to talk about, I don't know if Eric has done any research. <laughs> hold on, yeah. wait, 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 before we oh. say anything, hold on. I want to bring a topic I, I did talk about with mom yet over here. But um, do you hear about Bill Gates wanting to cover up the sun? He wants to spray a dust in the air to... Covered the sun. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. I'll have to do my research, no. and we'll talk Didn't about, hear about that. We'll have to talk about <laughs> that one next stupid. week. Oh my gosh! Um, you know what? Right now, we should do uh, every week. We're gonna do something new. It's called our weekly shout out tryouts. So um, this week we're all. I feel like we hold on. I feel like we need to do that again. We need to say that at the same time. (laughs) So uh, one, two, three. Weekly Weekly shout outs. (laughs) Weekly tryouts. I forgot instantly (laughs) (laughs) what the name was. Oh my goodness. Okay. Weekly shout out to try out. There yes. we go. Oh, two try outs. Yeah, our weekly shout out to try out. So basically what this segment is, is each one of us will just give a shout out to something that we tried, like, or love for you to try out this week. And for me this week, I decided to condense it all into an art gallery called Fahrenheit Fine Art. You can find them in New Mexico. They have a Facebook page. You spell it F-A-R-A-H-N-E-I-G-H-T, Fine Art. Get a paper and pen ready. (laughs) Repeat that one more time. It's F-A-R-A, capital H-N-H-E-I-G-H-T, Fine Art. And you can also find them on Instagram with the same exact name. They often highlight many talented artists uh, far and in between. I don't like uh, what they're showing and has. One of my favorite artists, Jay Smiley, is on there. Um, support his artwork. Uh, and um, That's it. That's my shout-out for the tryout. Go to Fahrenheit Fine Art. All right, Erica, what's your weekly Fahrenheit Fine Art? Fahrenheit. Shout out to try out. Uh, mine would be Odessa Events. Um, she's Native American event planner. Um, she had beautiful arrangements for Valentine's, which I got. And um, I know she does um, beautiful party events. Um, so and she's local here in yeah, Phoenix. She's local in Phoenix. I would, um, she has an Instagram page and it's Odessa Events, which is O-D-E-S-S-A Event, E-V-E-N-T. Um, go check her out. I know she does good work and. Oh yeah, I saw the, the princess. Jasmine. Jasmine. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. She does, she'll make your party look sassy, bougie, cool. Whatever your dream is, she will make it happen. So that's a good that's a good trial. So if you're planning any events this week or any week, go to Odessa Events. And she has an Instagram page, Facebook. I'm not very sure. And you, Madame. You know, I don't really have one to be honest. I had. I had what's your a, favorite app that you're on every oh, single right, day of right, your life? All right, all right, all right. My bad. Oh my, my god. Bad. Hold my on. Bad. Let's start over. Okay. <laughs> so I um, support them. Sorry. <laughs> it's nobody but me. <laughs> I was gonna say I know what I dislike. Oh, just wow. Kidding. No. I'll try it out. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So um, there's this new app called Loom. And it's for independent artists to um, promote their music. And it's an easy way for artists to get paid um, for their music. Um, and also, they, I like how they do like loom currencies in a sense. Different than how SoundCloud or Apple Music or Spotify works. So like um, a fan can interact with the artist 
by gifting and they have different like levels of gifting so like the highest would be like a goat and it's worth four thousand coins and i think that's like a hundred something dollars and then you can cash out and you get like a hundred bucks just for that and it's pretty so cool. i'm gonna have to say you know she's obsessed with this app and she she does music our producer does go by the artist name ashta hunter and she does produce a lot of Native American hip-hop and R&B music within this application. And then, I think it was about three weeks ago, she says, I just made $70. <laughs> and I said, oh, you just made $70? How? You know, what you doing, girl? And um, she said, somebody paid me to collaborate on a on a, or feature. Is that what you call mm-hmm. it? Feature. So there's this Collab. area like she was talking about where if you can hire somebody to, and she charges them $70 to feature on I their song. $140. So she's already had two people um, ask, pay her to feature on their songs. So <clears throat> I was like, oh, there's the electric bill. <laughs> so snaps, everyone. So I think the coolest. <laughs> What is it? AFR? ASMR? Oh, yeah. Hello. Today it's ASMR with Tess, Ashley, and Erica. Yours is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, okay, so, uh, and then also, too, the reason I really like, they just introduced um, the exchange program, which is, like she said, so now within the app, you could kind of, like, price range where your talents are, your track reviews, if you want to, like, you know, promote other people's music. They pay like up to five to fifteen dollars, and then you can do post your features, and some go for like two thousand. Damn, features. Ashley, is them paying you? I'm just kidding. So, um, hold on. They no, also are we doing the video commercial? <laughs> so, and then the thing too that they just introduced is the sync program, which I think is amazing. So basically, is <laughs> if you have a song that you find free. You guys are awful. You oh, know, no. You guys no, I think you're very well thorough on on. on. <laughs> okay, so the sync program is if you have a song that you think is radio ready or in a sense, or if you have a popular song on Loom that like blew up, you can uh, suggest it in the sync program. And Loom, uh, was it, um, what's the word, pitches it to these networks like Netflix Warner Brothers, Universal, to use your music in television shows, commercials, ads, movies, and stuff like that. You She's don't even ready. have to fucking... She's don't, ready. Oh, my bad. Sorry, language. You don't even That's have to right. do the work. It's our fucking and podcast. In a sense. And then once they finally make a deal, you get paid. And they, you keep 100% of the royalties. Loom doesn't. All right. So L-U-M, that's your... L-U-M, right? L-U-M, yes. Yeah. And that is Ashley's... Weekly try a shout out to try out. <laughs> That's her weekly shout out to try out. All right, so uh, let's see how many Young minutes. Young girls getting paid. Yamula, baby. Just kidding. Okay, so real quick, I guess we'll end on uh, vaccines again. You know, this is just. Us two girls, three girls rambling. Okay, are you with the thoughts. vaccine? Are you with? Are you not nope. the vaccine? Nope, not with the vaccine. Not with you're, the not vaccine. Even, you're not even. You're not even getting the vaccine. Not even getting it near it's her. Not even. She will be social distancing the vaccine. <laughs> Six feet, please. I am with my cousin on that one. It's a nay for me. It's a nay for me too. I um. 
And it's not just COVID. I've always been nay against vaccines. Um, got lucky. I'll say I got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky. Ashley got lucky in the sense that... Oh, she puts it on me. No, you were, I didn't have to vaccine. You didn't have to get vaccines. I was allergic to it. She got excused because she tested... She had really bad breathing problems, respiratory, and then they found out that she was missing a gene that helped uh, break down food that ended Just up causing her... like the red M&M's. Doctor the oh, red yeah, M&M's. okay. So basically the doctor said she's missing her red M&M's in the M&M bag, and so she can't have vaccines because they're all built with milk, and that's that, so... Okay, maybe yes, they're not all so... built with milk, but... <laughs> anyway... <laughs> She's I'm rambling, I told you guys. She's missing just, the red no. M&M's, that's I, it. Just missing the red M&M's. I did my research. Ashley, you did your research. Erica, I know you did your research right now. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, oh, is that what I was supposed to be doing? <laughs> no, I, I don't know what they said. So, I just remember they're saying M something, and they said it's not even the vaccine that they're it's injecting. An MRN, it's an mRNA. So it's a fake vaccine that they're as they say quote to help to you yeah to boost your immune system so you're not even getting the vaccine you're just training your body yeah so to me covid is a is a flu but um 10 times yeah the steroids that's all it is and i'm doing everything i need to do masks sanitizer you know six feet apart if if possible but right i mean you can't the vaccine for me doesn't guarantee it's going to protect me from getting COVID. Yeah. And I can't, I, what I don't want is them to start mandating it. One of the things I wanted oh, to talk yeah. about was like mandating. And then like we did research on the different countries and like what other countries were doing or how they were handling it. And then just kind of researching, you know, how many companies were actually looking for the vaccine. It was like... There's been in total 1,207 total vaccines created for the COVID-19. And, and Pfizer's dominating or has bought it or sold it to two, uh, you know, husband Pfizer and wife. Pfizer and BioNTech, which is, a, I believe, a German company. Are now charging $39 a shot for the vaccine. And they've already sold $200 million to the United States, $100 million 20, to Canada. And $20 million to Great uh, Britain. Another two, not 20 million or 200? 20 million. No, 200 million. So at $39 a pop. And that's just three countries. So estimating about billions of dollars. I mean, even Pfizer, right? Government. It's insane. It's insane. And it's just. You know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I have anxiety every single day. I, what I want to talk about was when the vaccine first came out and how they said the first people who should get it are people of color. Native Americans, black people, and Latinas. Then it goes white, then kids. Like, <clears throat> how come we're the other people? Oh remember, remember, remember when we were other? When the, the news... Oh, thing? yeah, Lydia <laughs> Lydia posted one from California where it was like Asian, African something American. Something else. That's what it was. Something it was else. unknown, something else, <laughs> then Native Americans. And it was like, dang. No, we were something else, though. That was that was a couple a couple of months Forget, back. But like, literally, up. I got I'm pulling the these up right <laughs> now. I'm on Lydia's Facebook page right now. And she posted one recently that made me laugh because she was like, well... At least we made it. 
At least we're not something else. Or shout out to all the something else's. And I was like, oh my goodness. Um, we can't have dead air here as we're searching through our Facebook pages for this. <laughs> that was one. That is your name. Something else. <laughs> yeah. My ancestors were something else. That one was my favorite. Yeah. Play a nice song. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a JBL for my birthday. We play that now. We're selling. Ooh. Check that boy out. <laughs> Look how fly he is. How do we get on the subject of boys and their fly? I mean a man, not a boy. <laughs> Did you find it? I didn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're I was looking at, at something else memes. I was looking at something else memes. She's not looking at me, and I'm looking at you. There, oh that was good. That was good. All right, she's hired. All right, so that I guess, yeah, I don't know. Anybody who knows me knows I'm not getting it. I know a whole family who doesn't vaccinate their kids and can't get a pe can't keep a pediatrician because no names. Can't keep a pediatrician because you know they want next they get their shots. Name but, drop. But you know, just kidding. But I was the same way. The vaccines. That's we ended up homeschooling Ashley, and one of the vaccines they wanted her to have, we wouldn't do. They wouldn't let her come back on campus. And we're like, we're not, we're not doing it. Be like, I'm allergic to it. I don't care. I think that was one of the yeah. So it was kind of like a little battle there, and I was like, she got one year to go. We'll finish that. Finish it out online. They were fine with that, and we were fine with that. And that's how that ended. But I, uh, you know, you just know that it's made with the pathogens, you know, the bacteria, the virus that's that nobody wants. And then to inject that, it's scary, you know. And you just never know the reports. Personally, I know two people that have gotten the shot, and they seem to be fine. They had exact symptoms that they said that, that you will have. They had them, and... Now they're fine, attending work and acting normal. So I don't know, you know, but I just can't get myself to let them stick a COVID-19 vaccine in my arm. No, not me. Yep. It's just, it's too much for me. But I know that a lot of people feel that that's the way that will stop COVID. And it's people like me that will keep it going because I don't want the vaccine. And I think that's just silliness and, um, you know, pointing fingers in fear. You know, I don't, I don't want, I've lost family to this, to this virus. I definitely don't want anybody to lose any more family. And I definitely don't want any, you know, our family to go through anything anymore. So, but I just can't, I can't see a vaccine that doesn't appear to actually be the vaccine. Be the vaccine. And they're, they're openly admitting it. Yep. They're saying, well, it won't stop it, but it might teach your body to fight it. Might ain't going to get you to stick it in my arm. No. But, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of elders at risk. I know my mom <laughs> uh, would like to get it. Uh, and, that, you know, I'm fearful. But, like, my bro brother said, it's her own personal choice. You know, I'll be there for her if she decides to get it and uh, support her, not make her feel any, any way. And uh, support my family and friends who decide to get it, you know. To each their own, just like you know, everybody has their own choice of religion and beliefs. Doesn't mean that we all can't get along and love each other, support each other, lift each other. So, 
I'm going home then. Yeah. You don't want to support me and my vaccine. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Um, we're still figuring out a lot of things like our scheduling. Um, I got to learn to stop saying, um, I went to work back to work. Um, so my schedule has been a little chaotic there. I just been all over open, close, mid. It's been a struggle for me because my lifestyle is all messed up and my sleep's all messed up. And I'm just like, oh. yeah, because you're on that one schedule yeah. while you're on, on the family leave. But now it's crack the whip and fill the schedule. So anyways, uh, to our fans and listeners, all 20 of you, <laughs> <laughs> we love you. You mean the world to us. Thank you for listening. Join us probably next week. If not, um, we'll definitely start posting when our next episode will be. But hopefully we're going to try to do it every Wednesday. This is Two Feathers Talk Podcast. Out.